Eleventh hour is filled with clicks and ticks of a thousand clocks. Each clock is different and unique. Some are tall and freestanding, others short and wooden. Some with intricate carvings. One has no numbers, hands, and is just a round metal disc. Not sure how you tell the time on that one. I wander through the endless maze of clocks, running my fingers over delicate glass faces and cold steel bodies, as Lena, joined by Connor, the boy in acid-washed jeans, and a girl in a sparkling sports jacket and yellow rubber boots, flipped through the pages of a book at the counter in the back of the store. Occasionally, Lena sends Connor or the girl back to the stockroom to fetch something. They return with bottles of colored liquid and tools you would see in a chemistry lab. If that chemistry lab was also the hut of a wizard, who worked in Willy Wonka's factory in the merry old land of Oz. Basically, they look normal, with just enough wonder to make you realize that nothing is truly normal. I offered to help a couple times, but clearly there's not much I can do, as I have no idea what anything they bring to the front is called. On the far wall, I find a framed picture of a man with silver hair and a black turtleneck, and a 12-year-old girl with thick red braids. Don't touch that. Lena's nonchalant call over her shoulder stops me in my track. Is this you? She nods. And the man is Oleg, the last timekeeper. She hesitates before nodding again. I look back at the photo. The little girl is almost unrecognizable from the confident teen before me now. The braids and colorful jump are gone, and in place a sleek ponytail and sharp black turtleneck. All this adventure really forced you to grow up, huh? Lena doesn't respond and continues to shout order at the boy and girl. I can tell she heard me, though. The stiffening of her actions reveal that much. You miss him, don't you? Still no response. I make my way to the counter and watch as Lena delicately pours an amber liquid into a glass sphere, swirling in an, an emerald and gold-flaked powder. She places the glass down and lays her hand on the counter, staring at me intently. You know, you ask a lot of questions. Sorry. She looks away from me. If you must know, yeah, I did have to grow up. I'm the only one who can. What do you mean? People in Springshard don't age. The only thing that happens normally is birth and death. You die in Springshard, you stay dead. You're born in Springshard, you age naturally. But if you were here before the turn back started, you're stuck that way for life. So yeah, I had to grow up, because myself and everyone born here had no one to teach us how. I'm saved from finding a response to something I don't know how to respond to, by the dark wood door creaking open. Taryn and April walk in and join us at the back of the store. Good, you're here. I think I may have found something interesting, but I can't finish it without you. Well, you sure know how to make someone feel special. Very funny. I think I can bring back someone's memories. What? What? I was reading some more of Oleg's books, and I found this old recipe. I have almost all the ingredients, and once it's finished, we give it to someone to drink, and all their memories come back. That's amazing. What else do you need? It says here I need a hair from someone who survived the turn back. Taryn and April look at each other. I'll take your pick, I guess. This is why we've never been able to use this before. We never had a source for the final ingredient. April, you've survived too now somehow. May I? Ugh. Sure. Lena picks up a pair of scissors and snips a strand of April's dark hair. She drops it into the glass sphere with the mixed liquid. It gives off a puff of green smoke and has swirls in every color before settling on a royal blue. Lena calls over Connor and has him take a sip. Connor, what does it taste like? It's good. 
like chinchilla hair and satsuma. Dang it, it didn't work. I must have mixed it incorrectly. Give me a minute. Lena goes back to mixing ingredients, slowly and carefully pouring each one. Once she's finished, she looks at Taryn. Taryn, you survived your first turn back more recently. Let's try it with your hair. Taryn nods and Lena snips off a strand of hair. She drops it into the new mixture and it swirls into a dark black and pink hue. She hands the glass back to Connor and he takes a sip. Mmm, like butter and chives. We did it. We can bring back someone's memories. Taryn and I stand in front of the office of Springshard Chronicle. In my hands is a purple plastic water bottle filled with the magical liquid. It took us a long time to decide who to give it to, but finally we landed on Chrome. He has been a close friend of Taryn and of April. If anyone could help us, he would. We walk through the front door and pass by Cynthia's desk. Happy Tuesday, ladies! I'm so glad it's finally Tuesday! It's not Tuesday. In fact, it hasn't been Tuesday in months as it was outlawed by Mayor Tetra Byrne shortly after the last turn back. We make our way to the office and head to Chrome's desk and tap him on the shoulder. He turns from his monitor where he was staring at a gif of paint drying. Hey Taryn, June, what's going on? We need you to drink this. I hold out the bottle of shimmering ebony and blush liquid. What is this? It's a, um... Lemonade! Lena's newest flavor. I give Taryn a look. No way you'll believe that. What lemonade is black and pink? Is this a new lemonade flavor here? Lena makes her way to the desk. I don't know. What did you hear, Alina? She gives me a look. It's always June. That is... Yeah, I know. Your business. business. Well, if Lena is trying out new flavors, I simply must try it and write all about it. Don't you write the community calendar? She has a food blog as well. Calibacrone, that was not your secret to tell. It's not really a secret. It's called a food blog by Olita Dupree. Well, brevity it is or brevity it isn't? It is. I will try this lemonade and write all about it. Before we can stop her, Alita pours some into her empty mug and she and Chrome take a sip. Mmm, like, like butter, butter and chives. chives. Suddenly, both start coughing until Chrome looks up at us. He hadn't realized that his eyes were glassed over until now. Now they're clear. He slowly stands. Taryn, I remember everything. A smile slowly works its way onto my face as I watch Taryn embrace Chrome in a hug. You never really know how much your friends mean to you until one day they're gone, and all you have is the memories of what you were. A hand on my shoulder pulls my eyes away from the reunion. June, what the pink puffy playful was that? Back at the house, we all sit or stand around the kitchen. Alita is standing shell-shocked by the counter. Chrome is pacing the floor. Lena. Connor with the shabby bangs and Lena with the afro sit around the table. I stand by the table. April leans against the wall by the doorway. And Taryn sits on the countertop. No one speaks. Not that I can blame anyone for not wanting to talk. After everything we've been through the past 24 hours. It's weird. It feels unreal, but at the same time, it makes so much sense. I mean, I've lived it, but somehow I can't grasp it. I can understand your confusion. Unfortunately, easing you into it wasn't an option. How's your head? Pounding. Like someone stuffed a bunch of ground beef into my head and is trying to get it all to fit with a mallet. What do you even want us to do? Was bringing us back really a good idea? 
Don't patronize me, Chrome. I brought you into the light and I can send you back again. Look, the turn back is coming soon. We need as much help as we can get. And you think we are the best option? Olita, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but we didn't intend to include you. Olita does bring up a good point, though. Why us? Why any of us? It's because you changed, even in the smallest way. When Taryn was here, you were a reporter. When April was here, you had silver hair. Because you change, you're an individual. You're unique. The things that don't change, the constants, they aren't individual. Not really. They're connected directly to the town. So when the town starts defending itself against us, they'll be a part of it. Change means alive. You should never trust in things that resist it. Wait, so that means Dottie, Xavier, Tetra, and Orion? Once we start placing time orbs, they will try to stop you. And as for why April, Taryn, and June are part of this, I couldn't tell you. Chrome turns his head towards April, who hasn't moved from her spot at the door. April, I remember you. We were friends once. I'm... I'm sorry I forgot you. It's okay. Chrome, really, after everything that has happened, I can't really blame you. So what now? Connor and Lena found the last of the time orbs. Now all we have to do is wait. If my calculations are correct, the sky will turn purple tomorrow morning. That means at noon tomorrow, the podiums will appear, and we can start placing the orbs. This is it. We're in the final moments now. Hi, this is AJ Robinson, creator of Chronicles of Springshard and the voice of Taryn March. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this episode and want to know when the next episode is up, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Springshard Chronicle for weekly updates and teasers. Episode 8 will be up on May 1st. If you like this episode and would like to listen to it even when you don't have Wi-Fi, it is available for download. If you want to listen while looking at a picture of the super cool cover art, you can also listen on YouTube. Check our social media for more information. The awesome music you are listening to right now is by Chaos Emerald on YouTube. Go check out her channel once this episode is done. In fact, if you're listening on YouTube, I'll even give you a link in the description below. You can also check her out on Instagram and Twitter at Emma Joyce Y. The voice of June Hardy was Carly Curtis. The voice of April May was Denisha Mbwani. The voice of Lena, the leader of the Lemonade Gang, was Kirsten Gorman. The voice of Olita Dupree was Marina Kirilanova. Special thanks to Jess Nelson, Derek Tiger, and to you listening right now. It's the end game now.